Hey guys, welcome to my first podcast episode. I'm so excited to be here. I'm also a little nervous because, you know, first episode, trying to do something new, it's always a little scary. So today, I'm just going to be talking about my story and five things that I've learned as being a young entrepreneur. So first things first, I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening. It's really scary to like obviously put yourself out there and just put your voice out there. So it means a lot that you guys are supporting me. Um, So we're going to start out with my story just because it makes me feel comfortable telling it and I get more into me and I feel more comfortable talking once I'm able to share something that I really know and have lived through. So when I was 13, I started my first business. My parents say that they parented me into it. I say they tricked me into it. Whatever you say, that's what it is. So my sister and I, we both started it actually. When I was 13, she was 10. We were both sleeping in till like noon, reading books until three in the morning, just like getting our little brothers to do our chores for us. Like just like we were all over the place and our parents were like, okay, that's it. We've had enough. We have three options for you guys. You can either one, move out of the house, two, do more chores or three, start a business. Now being 13, I was not going to move out of the house. There is no way. Like I just moved out and boy, it is scary living by yourself (laughs) and then two do more chores no way I was not I did not get an allowance for chores I was not getting paid for chores like mm -mm, no way Jose so that left me with starting a business obviously my parents knew that that was going to happen that's why I say they tricked me into it my parents obviously said they parented us into it because that's nicer than being tricked or whatever so that's how we started um My sister and I, when we first started, our parents, well, my mom sat us down and she was like, okay, so first things first, what do you guys want to sell on in your business or whatever? And she's like, we're like, I have no idea. And my mom was like, okay, so the best way to figure that out is to come up with a problem, find a problem that's been going around and come up with a solution for it. And my mom was like, what solution, what problem do you guys want to solve? What solutions do you want to come up with? And at the top of my lungs, I screamed, world hunger. (laughs) I was so excited and ready to solve world hunger. It was, my mom was like, whoa, chill, chill, Kayla, like, calm down. We, let's start with something a little bit smaller and a little bit more manageable. And we will then work up to that. I was like, okay, cool. That works. So, um, so I'm always cold and if you're watching the video right now I've got a jean jacket on so like it feels good I'm comfortable right now like I feel good right now I had my heater on but I turned it off for recording this thing so like I'm always cold (laughs) and so we were talking about that and my mom's like okay what are some solutions that you can come up with to solve being cold my sister and I were brainstorming and we're like what if we did hats with like earmuffs in them or hats that came down and were gloves as well all these things that were like already invented so to say and my mom was like me and my sister were trying to come up with brand new things like brand new product brand new idea that hasn't been invented before and my mom was like okay so these are all wonderful ideas but what if we look at something that's trending right now and figure out something that could keep you warm off of things that are trending because if something's trending we know people are buying it and my sister and I were like really why didn't you tell this earlier we went through all this brainstorming 
just kidding. <laughs> but we went and we found out that scarves were trending. We found out that infinity scarves were trending. So my sister and I, we jumped on that bandwagon. And we're like, heck yeah, let's sell infinity scarves. So we contacted the Chinese suppliers. We were able to get them to produce scarves for us, manufacture scarves for us in different colors and different patterns that we wanted. So that was exciting. And then once we had like all of that going, we had to come up with a name. And the funny thing about our name, so the name of our store is I Scarf 2. And so the way I came up with it, I came up with the name, hair flip, <laughs> whatever, but I came up with the name and um, it happened one day, me and my sister were playing sport, like we sports or whatever, we sports or we party, something like that. And I was like, what about I scarf? And I ran upstairs. I'm like, mom, I scarf. And she's like, okay, let's look it up. And so we looked it up and that was taken. So we're like, mm, let's just put a two at the end of it. So we put a two. So it's I scarf two. So that was how we came up with the name. We did like the whole thing. We contacted influencers. We worked with the manufacturers. We set up our website, set up on Shopify, all of everything. And it was really exciting and kind of chaotic and really cool. Um, so after we got that all set up, we contacted a bunch of influencers. We got them to talk about our scarves, talk about like us as teenagers, as little kids starting businesses. And within our first nine months, we had sold over a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so I didn't actually know how much money that was. Like, I still don't know how much money that is. And I am 19 years old. So, so I've got the math right here. And I'm going to break it down for you guys too. Because my mom sat my sister and I down and we broke it down into babysitting hours. So, we take $100,000. And I got paid $5 an hour for each hour of my babysitting job. My babysitting jobs that I had. So, five hundred. Whoa. Excuse me. So 100,000 divided by five, it gets you 20,000 hours of babysitting. And jobs were usually like three, four hours. So we're going to take four. So 20,000 divided by four gives you 5,000 jobs. And if I did my math wrong, someone please correct me in the comments or wherever, reach out to me and please let me know that I did it wrong. But anyways, we realized that is way too many diapers that either of us were willing to change. Like, there is no way we would change that many diapers. That's just a lot of diapers to change. And like, I love children and everything, but that's a lot of diapers. So um, that was kind of crazy. And that's kind of when like the entrepreneurial bug bit. I've Ever since then, I've been excited about entrepreneurship. I've had my highs and my lows, just like everybody does, been in and out of it. But I always seem to come back to it. So that's all. That's just, that's just who I am. So now... Let me tell you the five things that I learned about being an entrepreneur, being in the business world since I was like the business world, quote unquote. I'm here in college right now and I'll tell people my, like, that I'm going into business and stuff and they'll be like, so how long have you been in the business world and stuff like that? And so I'm now calling it the quote unquote business world. So um, thing number one that I learned it is so cool being your own boss, but it is like the hardest thing on the planet. Cause like, you know how many good TV shows are out there? How many fun things you can go do outside? How many people you can go meet up at school and on campus and like anywhere? 
Like I am definitely more of a social butterfly than a introvert. So being up here and being around people my age is really exciting for me. And it's been kind of hard being like, hey, Kayla, focus on what you're doing so that you can get this stuff done and then you can go play. So like being a boss is hard. Being your own boss is even harder because it requires crazy time management skills. And your brain will always be like, nah, like you can do that later, but you really need to focus and get stuff done or you will be broke. (laughs) Like just flat out, unless you've got like a part-time job or something, you've got a job already, like you have to keep working at it or it's just not going to work. And that's probably why a lot of people think entrepreneurship is scary is because they don't stick to it. I know anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur who wants to start their own business can. I did it when I was 13. My sister did it when she was 10. Like, come on guys, you can do it. You just have to stick your mind to it, get to it and keep working with it. Okay. I got my notes over here. So I keep looking at them. Um, Number two, it gives you a weird sense of confidence. So when I was in like elementary school up till sixth grade-ish, I was super shy. I did not talk to anybody. We moved schools when I was in fourth grade and that was like really scary. Like I had to go make new friends and I was just like the quietest, most shy person on the planet. <laughs> and then like starting this business with my sister like we had to come out of our shells we had to call influencers we had to email influencers we had to talk to people in China like just getting out of our comfort zone and being successful in that definitely gives you this crazy weird boost of confidence so like it's way cool like some of the weird side effects that you get from being an entrepreneur is like the confidence you have the like you just get I don't know it's just weird um Yeah, so, like, you get this weird sense of confidence when you start a business. I'm guessing it's, like, with anything else. When you do something new and you succeed at it, like, you get that weird sense of confidence from that thing, and it's always way super exciting. So, number two, it gives you a weird sense of confidence. (laughs) Okay, number three, people will think you're crazy. Like, obviously, if you're going to start your own business, you got to be a little crazy. I mean, all of us here are always a little crazy. Like we just have like that one little thing that makes us really excited and people might think we're crazy for it. And when you start your own business, people think you're a little bit crazier than other people. And that's okay. Use that craziness. Use that weirdness. Use your personality to shine and grow and just like do amazing things with your business. You were given the personality you have. You were given that mindset, like the way that you think for a reason. So you can help inspire people. You can create products, create things to inspire other people and to share your information and products that you have with them. So I have definitely been looked at like I'm crazy. I was trying to put on a fundraiser one time and we had structured it more like a business than like a typical fundraiser. And I went to my school to ask them if they could help out and reach out to the student's parents and like reach out to them and see if they could do that. And the secretary lady looked at me and my friend, like we were crazy. Like she was like, what? why would you do that? Like, she didn't say that, but like, like it was for a good cause. It wasn't because of the cause we were going for. It was just weird the way we were doing it. And so she, like, that just showed across her face. So you will be looked at like you're weird and that's okay. You embrace it, you use it, and you just 
thrive in the weirdness. <laughs> okay, number four, don't be afraid to ask. I've learned that, so one of my favorite quotes is, actually, it's not really a quote, it's more of a story type situation, I don't know, but so when you are afraid to ask, you're stuck in this one position and you don't get anywhere because you're not asking and you're not trying new things, but when you ask, you have that possibility of moving forward and getting better and growing and increasing whatever you want to increase. But when you, like, people are afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of rejection. Everybody is. That's just how it goes. You learn to not be afraid of it by realizing that if you don't ask, you're going to be stuck in that same spot forever. But if you do ask and they say yes, you move forward. If they say no, you're still stuck in that spot, but that's okay. You didn't go backwards. You're stuck where you were already so you haven't lost anything so don't be afraid to ask it'll make you grow a lot faster you'll grow a lot quicker not necessarily quicker because like you'll have you'll obviously have setbacks like we all do in anything we try and do but um just don't be afraid of people saying no to you if they say no be like okay cool peace out I'm gonna go thrive over here with someone else and you're gonna wish I was with that person, like I was with you because me and this other person are growing and we're thriving and we're living it, okay? So don't be afraid of people saying no. Get it? Okay. And then number five, nobody is going to hate you for selling a good product. Now, if it's a crappy product, yeah. But if it's a good quality product and people love it, people aren't going to hate you for being like, oh, he's too salesy or she's too salesy or whatever because when they realize how good of a product it is, they will kind of become your second salesperson. Like the word of mouth situation, you know how that goes? When you get like this, whatever it is, let's just use, I've got chapstick right here. So you get this chapstick and you're like, this chapstick is the best. And you're talking to your friends and telling everybody about it, that they should go buy it. You become that second salesperson-ish. And you didn't hate the person who sold you that chapstick because you needed it and it was good quality chapstick and now you're going and telling everybody about it. So people will not yell at you for selling a good product. In fact, they will like applaud you and be like, thank you, thank you so much for selling me on this product. Like, As long as it's good quality and it does what you say it will do, people are going to love you for it. Like, There is no shame in selling good things. There is shame in selling bad things but like no shame in selling good things. Um, there was one mentor that I listened to. He always, he always says this. He always says, it is your right to sell. It is your purpose to sell. Like even if you're not starting a business or anything, it is your job to sell like yourself to your employer, yourself to a school, yourself to a group of friends that you want to go hang out with, yourself to a future partner, a future spouse. Like you just, it is your job to sell. That is how we function in this world. And so it is a good thing to sell as long as it's not sleazy and a bad quality product. Does that make sense? Like make sure that you guys are doing it in a good way. And I'm sure you guys will do it in a good way. It's just, as long as it's a good product, you'll be okay. So those, I know people worrying about, worry about um, people telling them that they're like too salesy or like, what if people just like, don't like that I'm selling online and like, it puts them in an awkward position. And so I'm just letting you guys know that it's okay to sell things online and it is your job to sell things. Either you as like, 
an employee, either a product online or however you need to quote unquote sell whatever it is. So those are the five things that I've learned as being a young and teen entrepreneur. So I'll be uploading. I'll be trying to upload once a week. I've got finals coming up and it might be a little crazy next week, but yes. Um, let me guys know if there's anything. This is my first episode as a little worried. And so let me know if there's anything I can do better. I would love to hear you guys' feedback. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. I have enjoyed sharing all the things that I've learned from my years of experience. Let me know if there's anything you guys want me to teach or talk about or anything you're curious about. So now that that's done, I will see you guys next week.